Hi, my name is Peter Maestri and you're listening to Divorce, the first six months. If you're someone who's about to go through a divorce or maybe you're just healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories that you're going to listen to focus on people that have been through a divorce, but more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. I mean, as a, a middle-aged single woman, you know, in a city like Los Angeles, um, it's tough. You know, it's tough to be able to love yourself. It's tough when you go out and, you know, the 5% of the hottest people in every small town, shitty town in, in America come here. You know, you, you walk out in the street and you're like, why is everyone so pretty? Yeah. <laughs> and it, it makes it very difficult, you know, as, as a woman. I feel like I, I loved myself a lot more when back when I was getting divorced. I, I feel like that having that love for myself and knowing that things didn't have to look that way, um, it propelled me to want to learn even more. It, wanted, it, it made me want to be an even better person. And I definitely, I think that there's hope. I just think that people, <laughs> you have to be able to, to strongly, objectively look at your own behaviors and learn yourself and learn what, what things are good and what things are bad in your behaviors because we all have them. You know, as much as I like to say, oh, I was a strong, independent person, I, st I, had, I had things about my behaviors that sucked. I had things that I did that weren't appropriate, that weren't cool, that hurt people. And I loved myself enough that I knew that it was worth it for me to, to take a look at those things and to learn and to, to want to be a better person. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've spent massive, massive amounts of money on therapy. Um, <laughs> and I have learned a lot, you know, I, I, it's, to me, it's always really good. Cause I've, I've always had, you know, a therapist or someone that's that objective voice that says, do you really think that that was the best way to handle that? What can you learn from this? Because you don't like how that affected somebody else. You don't like what you did to somebody else. So how do we maneuver around that? How do we change that? How do we ingrain in you a different way of handling it? And I think I've learned all those things, like I said, because I love myself enough to know that I'm not always right and I'm not always doing the right thing. And I wish other people loved themselves that much. And like I said, it's getting a little bit harder as I'm older, um, you know, living in a city like this to women deal with, thing, with a lot different things as they get older than men do. You know, it's very much a perception, of course, as men get older, they get more attractive and women are the spindly old handmaids that, you know, <laughs> like, um, but I wake up every day trying to remind myself of how strong that 19, 20 year old Misty was and how much she loved herself and that I've done some pretty fucking amazing things in my life. And no, I... I might not be able to go walk down Melrose right now and be the most attractive person walking down Melrose. That's not a reason to not love myself. It's a, we, we definitely out here, we live in a, a very different culture of value, yeah. placing value on 
what's important. And I think right now I'm kind of going through that process of retraining my brain on what is important. And what's important is just some pretty amazing things. And I was a little badass at 23 years old, deciding to get divorced and throw it away and totally revamp my entire life. And I should be proud of those things. I think you should definitely be proud of those things. Yeah. I think having the courage to, to see that something's not working and then create something on top of that, not knowing what it looks like, honoring yourself, yeah. letting yeah. You, you know, not lying to yourself. I think those are values that it, it's not just a divorce conversation. That's a just fucking all around yeah. life conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, honor yourself. Do, would, what would you call it for those people that heard your story if you had to give it a name, like would it be intuition? Would it be um, faith? Would it, what would it be for you that gave it's you? Gut instinct all the way. Gut instinct. Yeah. Believe your guts. Believe them. Um, if I could give any one piece of advice mm -hmm. is don't doubt yourself. Like I know I have an innate instantly when I meet somebody. There is an innate feeling of good, bad, maybe kind of in the middle, whatever. Like <clears throat> my guts have never been wrong. Yeah. And when you have those gut feelings, it may not always show itself instantly, but eventually in the long run it will. Um, you know, I've, I've had a gut feeling about someone and then, you know, worked with them or whatever for a while and been like, maybe I was wrong. They always show themselves always. And we just, we need to have way more, way more trust in our internal compass because it's right. Yeah. It's, it's very, very rare that it will lead you astray. Could you feed that hunger? Could you feed it? Like, is it education that, or is it just plain guts? For me, it, it, it is probably half just playing guts and half that constant evolution of myself. You know, it's, I, I have absolutely zero problem telling anybody, you know, the intense therapy that I've gone through and I have zero problem ever coming on things like this and talking about, you know, what some people would view as like big failures. Um, I, I force myself, I think every day to continue to evolve and to learn. Like, I don't feel like my day is complete. If I, when I go to bed at night, I haven't learned something that day. And whether that be about myself or about something out in the world that I didn't know about before. Um, I mean, for me, it's just that, that, like I said, a continuing evolution of who I'm supposed to, who I'm supposed to become. I, I don't think that we're ever finished. And I think I'll have that continuing evolution until the day that I die. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I, I love that thought that every day can be an opportunity to, to utilize, you know, not just your gut instinct, but also things that you've learned along the way, actually acknowledge them, you know, yeah. stop, stop and take a moment to acknowledge the things that you've learned and how they're, how they're shaping you. Um, I wish I could say it was just all gut instinct because that would be so much easier, but you, people have to force themselves, you know, like 
evolving as a human is not an easy process. It's not pretty. It's not crystal clear. You know, it, it can be really, really difficult at times, but I, I say it time and time again, it's worth it, you know, to lay your, lay your head down on your pillow at night and go, I'm a better person today than what I was yesterday. There's no better way to close your eyes and go to sleep than, than that feeling. What gives you strength? Where do you go? Where do you go to pump that, that iron, get that courage up, get that, I can do this. I get it from a lot of different places, honestly. Um, I, I mean, I could be the first to admit that my, my romantic relationships have probably, um, I mean, I think I've been in two significant relationships since my divorce 20 years ago. Um, but I kind of feel like <clears throat> that power and where I get that strength is it's from such a multitude of different things. I've built an incredibly, incredibly amazing group of friends around me. I definitely have gone through those phases where I, you know, weeded out those toxic relationships and I have, you know, a, a small group of probably about five, five of my best girlfriends and Isaac, who's like my brother, who that's how we met. Um, and my friend Rob, and they're just my go-tos. You know, if I ever am having those moments of doubt, all of them are incredibly different. Um, you know, I have a couple, like most of them actually don't even live here in Los Angeles. So it's a lot of text and a lot of phone calls. And I feel like having, acknowledging things in people and going, I want to learn that from you is a really like good thing to build a friendship upon, you know, seeing something in someone that you admire and that you want to replicate in your own life. And I feel like all of those people are people that I've done that with. Um, so I feel like having a, you know, a strong foundation of people in your life is, is key. And I also get that strength from what I do for a living. You know, I, I've been to all seven continents. I've, I've been to over 70 countries in the world. I have taken some of the biggest bands in the world on tours. And I'm a little girl that grew up in a trailer park in Kansas. That wasn't ever supposed to happen. Ever. Like that, that was not in the cards. And I think that I just, I often draw back on experiences like that. I often just look back to things that I've had the strength to do in the past and go, well, you did that. So why can't you do this? You know, you attacked that wholeheartedly. Like, you know, what, what, what makes this different? And I, I find myself like asking those questions a lot. Like you did get divorced when you were 23 years old. You have the strength to do that. Why can't you do this? Why is this different? It's not, it's just a different kind of strength. You know, you, I've learned definitely in my life that, you know, I, strength comes in many, many different forms and I've learned to just harness it in different ways for what I need it for. And like I said, a lot of it is having that strong foundation of people around me, but a lot of it is also looking back at times that I was strong, knowing you were strong, 
why falter now? There's nothing that's going to stop you except for yourself. What do you love most about your growth process? What is it that you... I love waking up not feeling shitty. I've definitely gone through, you know, dark, dark periods in my life where waking up would happen at, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon in a pitch black room with the windows drawn tight, very, very, very depressed, dark places. Um, and it definitely went through some, some pretty rough spots where I was not sure that I wanted to be here anymore. And I remember waking up one day and going, I don't want to feel like this anymore. This isn't, this isn't living. This is waiting to die. Those things are very different. And having that deciding moment of, do I want to just sit here and wait around to die day by day? Or do I want to go live? And the answer was unanimously in my head that I wanted to live. And it feels good to wake up in the morning and not feel shitty. And that I, I realize that's a, a very easy, shortened answer to it. Um, I think that we could have an entire another two hours on mental health and how that works. <laughs> but it's, I made the decision one day to wake up and not feel shitty. And it, every day just gets better and better. Yeah. Does it ever go away? Does it ever just become not shitty or do you have to work at it? You have to work at it. You gotta work your ass off at it. Yeah. It's really easy to feel shitty. Like it's super easy. It's not easy on your, your mind and your body, but it's really easy. It's a lazy emotion. Yeah. Um, feeling good is not a lazy emotion. It takes hard work. And, and I do it every single day. Um, and I probably will for the rest of my life. You know, my brain was not a brain that gets off easy and just gets that, you know, puppy dog, everything's great, rainbows and butterflies. I have to work at it. But I've had to work at everything my whole life. So it's nothing different to me. You know, like how, how this entire thing started, you know, I, I had to work through getting married super young and getting divorced super young and rebuilding my whole life and finding my life. Hard work is, is not, it's not a surprise to me. <laughs> never has been, never will be. No, but the source of your hard work sounds like trust. You trust yourself. I do. I've, I've learned. I've learned. It's been a while. It's, it's so important. I, I don't think there's anything more important. I, the thing is, it's not that I, I trust my guts are always right. It's that I trust that I've built a foundation enough to be able to deal with the consequences if they're not. I think that Having an internal sense of trust in yourself is hugely, hugely important. You have to have it. And it took me a long time to build it and get there. But things are still going to go wrong. I mean, nothing's ever just going to be perfect just because you trust yourself. 
You just have to trust that you have the knowledge and you have the emotional flexibility within you to be able to deal with things when they don't go right too. Thank you once again for giving us your time. This started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm gonna challenge you right now. It made a difference. Reach out and tell somebody. It really does make a difference.